hello everybody welcome if this is your first time here glad to have you this is the down south it podcast my name is clark coming to you from the heart of cajun country where it feels like summer is already here and it's too dang early what am i kidding we only have two seasons here and one of them's pretty much just around the corner anyway so Okay, well, if you have not made a pass by the website yet, I would encourage you to do that, downsouthitpodcast.com. And if you you can have a field day on there. There's plenty to check out from build guides to the new blog to the new PC build video that I did that for some reason I had more go wrong with that build than I've ever had building a PC previous. So more than likely probably because I decided to film it but if you want to take a journey through some of my pain, that video is on there and it's also on the YouTube channel. If you head over to the YouTube channel, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button for me. Uh, just helps me know that you stopped by and also keeps you up to date with different videos that come out too. If you want to be the most up to date with the show, however, head over to the Facebook page. That's going to be at Down South IT on Facebook. And give that page a follow also. That's usually my go-to for updates. So if you follow that one, you will definitely be in the know. Not sure if you've heard, but this is just a quick aside, that Google will be phasing out the Play Music app. Sorry, I don't understand. Apparently, they listen more than we think. But Google is gonna be phasing out Google Play Music, and they're gonna be moving everything over to what they're going to be rebranding and calling YouTube music. So if you haven't gotten that email yet, be, be prepared. You will get it at some point, some point soon. Uh, they're going to move everything over there. So all your playlists, your music, um, anything that you had loaded into Google Music will get moved over to the new platform. And apparently my Google Home is just wailing away. I need to stop saying Google. So, okay. Now, that's actually going to happen by the end of the year. So they're just in the kind of beginning of stages right now, sending out emails to people. So everything can get transferred over. The podcast uh, section, which was kind of hidden in my opinion, will actually move to a standalone Google Podcast app, which is good for us, all of us podcasters. At, and at least we'll stand out a little bit now, you know, from the rest of all of the, the Google stuff. So I've already transferred the show to the new platform. So they're just probably in the the midst of transferring all the new episodes over there now uh so once everything does make the change everything on our side will be seamless at least i'm that's what i'm hoping <laughs> so we shall see how that works but like i say it's going to be for a little bit uh, it's going to be toward the end of the year so if you are on google music and you see an email telling you about transfers you know go ahead just follow what it says you have till probably the end of the year before anything happens. So if you listen on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, any of the other platforms that the show is on, don't worry. Everything's staying the same. Nothing else is changing. That's the only thing that's going to change. So if you saw the title of the episode today, you would probably think that it was going to be about virtual reality, right? Wrong. I did a show about this way back in season one. And to be honest, it probably deserves a revisit because that one was recorded at the height of the Pokemon Go thing. And that's kind of, it's still going from what I've heard, but it's not near what it was. But that was all the way back in season one, episode seven called Reality Bites. So 
If you want to check out virtual reality and augmented reality, that's the one to go to until I redo it. But the object of today's show is going to be about virtual machines. And basically, what are they and what can you do with them? So that's pretty much going to be the goal of today. Now, what exactly is a virtual machine? Well, my good friends at Wikipedia say that a system virtual machine, also termed full virtualization or VMs, provide a substitute for a real machine. They provide functionality needed to execute an entire operating system. A hypervisor uses native execution to share and manage hardware allowing multiple environments which are isolated from one another yet exist on the same physical machine. Modern hypervisors use hardware-assisted virtualization, virtualization-specific hardware, primarily from the host CPU. So basically, to break that down into English, a virtual machine is software. And there have, there's a bunch of different ones like VMBox, VMFusion, Parallels, there's a few others. Um, VM Fusion's more if you're running a Mac or not. Uh, but they're basically software programs, and they let you run a full working operating system on top of the one that's already running on your computer. So the software actually tricks the virtual operating system to thinking that it's running on an actual computer. And what it does is it kind of slices off part of the CPU, some of the RAM, some hard drive space. That way, those resources can be used by the virtual machine. So it's actually a little easier if you use the correct terminology. So your computer that you put the software on is called the host. Any virtual computers are guests. When you install a guest on your host, the VM software will install and run the guest on a couple of large files that are stored on the hard drive. Now, when the guest is loaded, it'll use a portion of the CPU, memory, and other components it will run just as if it was loaded on your computer by default. Now, they do have some savvy people out there to have two or more OSs running on their computer at the same time. And they can do that by sectioning off the hard drive and installing each different operating system into each section or partition. Now, there are trade-offs when you do that. You do get the full power of the computer you're using, not just a part of it like you do when you run the OS virtually. But the downside is that you can't run them both at the same time. To switch between them, you have to shut down the computer, reboot it, and choose which one you want to do. Of course, this takes time, and of course, we don't want to waste time, now do we? But if you have a virtual machine, you don't get the full power of the computer it's installed on, but you do get enough to run both at the same time. So why would you even want to do something like this? Now, granted, this isn't for everybody. But there are some things that you can do with a VM that you can't do under normal circumstances. Now, some VM software will let you do what's called a snapshot. It's basically making a copy of your computer as it is right now and will let you run it in a virtual machine. So why would you do that? Well, it's been known for a while that Microsoft's had a ton of issues with their updates over the last few months. That is no secret. I've talked about it several times on the my, my Two Cents clips, and I've pretty much I've done all of my complaining on here. So what you could do is you do the snapshot and you do your update without taking the update. Basically, you use the VM, you take the snapshot, 
you install it on the virtual machine and then you can see whether or not it actually does anything or if there's any issues you know if you could see if some buttons won't work if the operating system doesn't see some of the devices after the install you know any big issues that would normally cripple your pc and force you to have to roll back that update and to be honest i'm glad that windows at least gives you the option to do that now so besides updates say you want to open a sketchy file that you got from somebody but you don't know if it'll work and you don't know really if it's a virus or not well first off it's if it's a virus defriend that person and remove them from your life you don't need that crap so you don't need anybody giving you a virus second if you open it in a vm you're in what's called a sandbox and what happens in a vm can't affect the host computer so you can click away on that file and not have to worry about having to fix wipe anything like that because of some virus or malware it doesn't matter so and it really and truly doesn't have to be nefarious either say you have a program that you have downloaded and you're not sure if it's going to actually even work on your system you can use snapshot and install it on there try it first to be sure it'll work make sure it actually installs for one sometimes you get all the way to the end of an install and then it decides to give you an error message so You'll find that out on the VM. You won't have to find out why you're trying to wait for it on your system. Granted, if it works, you're going to have to install it twice. But at least if it does work, you'll have the peace of mind knowing that it's going to work right the first time. So say you have an older program that you need to use. You used to use it all the time. You hadn't used it forever because it won't work on Windows 7. It won't work on Windows 10 anymore. It'll only work on, say, XP or Vista. You know, you can use that program just like you used to with a VM. All you have to do is install Vista or Windows XP in your virtual machine, and you can install that program on there and use it just like you did before. It can be an old word processing program, like WordPerfect. It can be an old game. I'd love to go back to Windows 95 and play Doom. That'd be kind of fun. It can be anything. And that's the beauty of virtual machines. Nothing is off limits. You can do basically whatever you want to do. So what if you use a program for your job? It's a Mac-based program and you have a Windows PC at home. Or what is vice versa? You have a Mac at home, but you need a PC you know, to do stuff for work. You can use a VM and you can install either Windows or iOS, depending on what you need. And use that program just like you do at the office. No big deal. Now, from all the research that I did, if you do decide to run a virtual machine on a Mac, you're going to want to use a VM like VM Fusion. Now, it is a paid app. It runs around 40 bucks, but it's very polished, runs great. You won't have any issues. So all, some of the free VMs that iOS has are really prone to crashing and they don't like to play well with other other things. So if you're going to go the VM route on Mac, you're going to end up probably going to VM Fusion because that's really one of the only ones that can work straight out the box all the time. So what happens if you get bit by the Linux bug? Now, VM to the rescue again. Because if you want to give Linux a try, say you can load up the newest version of Ubuntu, do it on a VM and give it a try. 
The best part is that if you don't like it, you delete the VM, no harm, no foul. It's super, super easy. And the one last thing, too, that I'm going to get into is going back to taking an actual snapshot of your computer. Let's say you hear of a fix for a problem that you're having with your computer and you look up a instructional video or, you know, something you see something on YouTube or Reddit and the instructions have you going into the registry to make changes or do some other really, really deep dives into your OS that you really aren't comfortable using. Now, you do the same thing. You use the snapshot in your VM. And then you can make a practice run before you actually do any changes on your computer. So just remember, you're, when you do this, you're in a sandbox. Nothing that you do in that virtual machine can affect your computer. So if you happen to change something that crashes the VM, delete the VM, start over. No big deal. If you change something and it starts acting all kinds of wonky, again, delete it. Create another snapshot. Try it again. There's nothing that you can break in that virtual machine. At least nothing that's real. So that's the wonderful thing about doing this. You can go nuts. You can do whatever you need to do. So no matter what it says, you can try it first. Because I've actually had a couple of things, a couple of people try this. At least a couple of instructional videos that I've seen. I try something. And you go into the registry. The thing that you're looking for is not there. So what do you do then? <laughs> you know, so it, it is one of these things that to have a actual practice run under your belt before you actually do it is a great, great confidence builder. And especially if it's something you haven't done before, it is a great way to do something and not actually have any kind of penalty. So again, virtual machines are not for everybody, but the power and the flexibility that they give you can really, really make a difference in what you do. So whether it's trying out new updates, whether it's making changes, using programs, using programs that you can't use on them anymore because of old OS updates or anything like that, trying new operating systems, using things for work. It can be one of a hundred different uses and you can do all of that all on one machine. The sky's the limit to what can be done and you can do it all virtually. And the sky is also the limit to which podcast you choose to listen to. And I am eternally grateful that you chose mine. So thank you for spending some of your day with me and don't forget to head over to the website down South you can check out the show prep there if you want to learn more about virtual machines and some of the other things that you can do with them. The link for that is right under the embedded player on the homepage. You really can't miss it. While you're there, check out the rest of the site. I'm sure there's something there that'll catch your eye. After that, head over to the Facebook page at Down South IT. Give that page a follow and the YouTube channel to check out all the latest videos I have there. Just make sure you smash that subscribe button for me and let me know that you stopped in and say hi. So, one other announcement too before i wrap up the next podcast is going to be the season four finale yep it's about that time where i get to take a couple of weeks off for the summer so the next episode will be out on june 2nd normal two-week schedule that's going to be the season four finale but when 
I come back, it'll be the season five premiere, and that'll be on August 4th. So I'll announce all of this on the next episode too, but I just want to give give all of you a heads up just in case what was happening in the near future. So I'm just going to be taking off just for a couple of weeks. You know, just it's when I do this, it's normally just the podcast stuff, the regular every two week episodes. I'll still be doing the My Two Cents episodes. I'll still be doing blog posts. I'll still be doing Defender Newsletter, all the other things I normally do. It just the, the stuff that's not scheduled every two weeks. But I did want to give you all a heads up. So again, next episode will be the season four finale. August 4th will be the season five premiere. So all of that will be coming up in the near future. Again, I'll announce it on the next podcast, but just so you know. And as I like to end every podcast with a paraphrase from Albert Hubbard, technology can replace the work of many people but it can never replace the work of one extraordinary person. So go out and be extraordinary today. Thank you all for listening. I love you. I'll see you right here next time for the finale, season four finale, right here on the Down South IT Podcast. Later.